Welcome to the Truth Be Told podcast with Chad and Jade Spencer. In this world, there's an unlimited amount of voices fighting for your attention. Facts are important, but truth is key. This podcast is all about taking real life situations and looking at them through the lens of God's word. Victory can be your story. What's up, podcast fam? Hey, hey, everybody. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. It's good to get back with you. Sorry for not putting one out last week, but I guess we'll make sure this one's twice as good. good. Yeah, Let's yeah, hope. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> um, today, we want to talk about, um, we've called it valuable voices, but um, really where that comes from is, um, I heard a quote this week and I thought it was good and I I was talking to Chad about and I thought it would be great to discuss um, and talk a little bit about on the podcast. Right. And that is in terms of voices, in terms of people that speak into your life. um, Basically, the statement was volume doesn't necessarily always equal value. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was so good because we're constantly surrounded by voices. We're constantly surrounded by people speaking. Mm -hmm. Um, And just because somebody has a loud voice doesn't necessarily mean that what they're saying is valuable. And that couldn't be more true. I mean, I almost feel like people that have to overcompensate with volume know that they don't have have value. Therefore, they have to actually be louder. Yeah, actually, it's funny. I posted this quote on my Instagram and on my Facebook, and our dean from our Bible school in third year, we had our third year Bible school in South Africa, mm-hmm. um, Pastor Ron, shout out to Pastor Ron, he actually commented, and he said, that's so true, and he said, and just the same, um, volume doesn't necessarily equal anointing. Yeah. Because just because someone's talking doesn't mean what they're saying is anointed or mm-hmm. biblical or from the heart of God. Absolutely. And I think, you know, as we approach like what we're hearing, we need to be mature enough in life to say, all right, you know, this is a good voice. This is a bad voice. This is a voice I want to hear more of. Or maybe these are the types of voices that I want in my life so that I can get to where I believe God's calling me to be. But I think you've got a story I that do. you want to share. So thinking from. on this thought on, you know, volume doesn't necessarily always equal value. There's a story in First Kings 19. Um, and it's a good chunk of the chapter but so i'm gonna i'm gonna summarize a little bit i'm gonna put in context and then i'm gonna read a little bit of it but basically to put the story in context um the prophet elijah okay the prophet elijah for those who don't know he was a great man of god he did mighty mighty things i mean this dude was not someone that you know knew of god and like did a couple good things this dude had like major wins in his life mm-hmm. where god used him and god moved mightily on his behalf okay so this guy walked with the lord but a circumstance comes up where he comes in contact with a wicked woman okay and this woman basically um cause like you know is causing all these issues um but it gets to a point where she threatens him and basically she tells him that she's gonna kill him okay and this great man of god elijah who you would think when this woman threatens that he's gonna call down fire he's gonna do something Mm -hmm. you know because i mean he's seen all these things happen he doesn't the bible talks about how this was almost like the nail in the coffin this was like the thing that made him 
fall into this place right. of like hopelessness where he wanted to quit the mm-hmm. Bible. It actually talks about how he basically was like, God, take me now. Yeah. You know, I'm done. But I think it's really interesting. So he's in this place of moping around. He's in this place of, uh, you know, hopelessness. And God approaches him and God talks to him. And this is where we pick up in 1 Kings 19. And basically, God tells him, go out and stand on the mount before the Lord. And the Bible says this, And behold, the Lord passed by, and a great and strong wind tore the mountains and broke in pieces the rocks before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind, an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, the sound of a low whisper. And then Elijah heard it, and he wrapped his face in his cloak, and he went out, and behold, he stood at the entrance of the cave. Okay, and then to continue the story, God, God through the still, small voice, or as this version of the Bible I'm reading in the ESV calls it a whisper, God basically had like a reckoning moment with Elijah of, you know, what on earth is going on with you? And then God gave Elijah his next steps, what mm-hmm. he was to do, what, how he was to dust himself off, pick himself back up yeah. and what his next steps were to be. But I think it's good to recognize that how the Bible talks about how God wasn't in the earthquake and he wasn't in the wind and he wasn't in the fire. He was that whisper. Yeah. So again, this just backs up this thought and the statement of, Volume doesn't always mean um, value. Right. And so God didn't have to yell. God didn't have to make, you know, this giant earthquake in order for Elijah to listen. He came by a small whisper. See, wisdom, I love this. Wisdom doesn't have to always yell. Wisdom doesn't always have to be loud. But when wisdom speaks, you want to listen because wisdom is the thing that's going to stand the test of time. You know, who has a voice in our life? is so important and sometimes we naturally listen to certain voices not because they have value or because they're even the right voices but because they're loud or obnoxious or seem impossible to ignore or maybe they're just said so many times over and over and over and over i mean desensitization desensitization there we go is so interesting when you look at it because you know, the first time it may be very annoying, but the 20th time, it just seeps into your subconscious almost. Right. It's so and true. And you adopt it and allow it to change you, maybe, and it's not in a good way. Right. You know, when you see, I mean, that's why scrolling on social media can be so dangerous because you see something over and over and over again, or scroll on, or, you know, scroll through TikTok or Instagram videos, whatever you do. You know, you can see a bit of information right. and it's repeated so many times. It appears like it's truth, but just because it's loud or obnoxious or repetitive does not make it valuable. Yeah, absolutely. First Corinthians 15, 33 says, do not be deceived. Bad company ruins good morals. Mm-hmm. The wrong voices can ruin all the work that God has been doing in your life. And you just don't want that. 
Right. Um, and the the big the big thing is that we have a choice, right? Personal accountability. It's funny. Chad just said that this today. Um, how nobody nobody claps for personal yeah. accountability. You know, everyone <laughs> claps for all these like crazy good quotes and whatever, but nobody claps when we start talking about personal accountability because it it requires us to make a choice. It requires us to have a backbone, and we do have a choice. Mm-hmm. We actually have a choice. We are not subject to the voices around us. We get to decide. Which and the th- here's the thing: the voices are going to talk. Right. They're not going to stop talking. You know, they're going to be talking, but we have a choice who we tune our ear to listen. Um, I, and that's exactly what I had just written down: is that people are always going to be talking, but yeah. it doesn't mean we have to be listening. Yeah, and I mean, consider the people that you surround yourself with. That's exactly who you're going to become. So you know, I think a lot of times we as Christians we want to surround ourselves with people that maybe you see them as like you want to change them or help them you know and you believe that your representation in their life is going to create value and this is what i usually say to people that are struggling in that scenario because oftentimes it's the counter that occurs right right you the person you're trying to help they influence you in a negative manner and then you end up doing what you were trying to help them from right You know, but this is how you weigh those. You know, when you sit down and start having those conversations, if you're seeing more influence coming from their end than influence coming from you into their life, that's a relationship you may want to distance. It's not that you write them off or ditch them, but you need to control the voices that are coming in your life. And if you've got somebody that's just feeding death, negativity, that somebody that's always complaining, somebody that's gossiping, you know, it. what you allow to get into your heart will taint it yeah and when you allow people to corrupt you mm-hmm. with their words maybe you're not a gossip but your hey your best friend is guess what it's not going to be long before you're gossiping 100%. too maybe you're not a complainer or or have a victim mentality but you keep hanging out with somebody that complains about everything and it's just negative nancy gonna you're you. going to be a negative nancy mm-hmm. you're going to be complaining before you even recognize it so don't allow somebody else's, you know, bad company ruin your good morals. But um, I wanted to point out, because I can almost like hear it in my head. Someone's listening to this and you're saying, well, I don't, I don't listen to voices. I just read the Bible and um, it's just, you know, it's me and Jesus. Like, you know, I don't get advice. Well, that's not good either. Yeah. The Bible is very clear about wise counsel and yeah. how important it is. In fact, I'll read a, two scriptures. Proverbs 12:15 says, "The way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but a wise man listens to advice." Mm-hmm. And then Proverbs 11:14, "Where there is no guidance, a people falls, but in an abundance of counselors there is safety." Yeah. And I mean, there's been time and time again, even right now we're doing a, a, a what I would consider a big building project, at least for my faith, you know, we're, right. you know, uh, believing God for $300,000 to renovate a building, take us from 6,600 square feet to 14,000 square feet, you know, just completely redo the entire thing. And, you know, it's a long-term deal to uh, acquire a $4 million building, right. you know, and it, it it's interesting because I'm sitting here, I've never gone through it. I've never experienced it. I don't know a lot of things that we're facing and going through. You know, I don't know how to raise the money in the right way and do these things. But there have been people that are around me that have genuinely made an impact on my life. And I can go to them and instead of getting some nonsense response or some, you know, some 
uh, response that has no value or no weight to it. I'm able to talk to some of these men of God that have done incredible things. You know, one of them being Bishop Rick Thomas, who's raised tens and tens of millions, probably hundreds of millions of dollars, honestly, uh, for the kingdom of God. And I'm sitting here and I have an, an opportunity to get his wisdom and talk with him. And he literally gives me instruction and advice. And that is something that us as younger people, especially, don't think you know it all. Don't think you're the best. Don't think you, you're a hot shot and you don't need anybody's help. You can talk to people that have been through these situations so that you don't have to make the same mistakes they do. It's so true. There, there's two ways of learning, right? You can learn by making your own mistakes or you can learn from the mistakes of others. And I would rather learn by instruction rather than destruction, right? That's good. That's really, really good. So talking about that, I think that there's a couple practical questions um, Mm -hmm. to ask yourself when you're choosing um, the valuable voices in your life because we all need valuable voices. We've covered that. So how do I choose them? How How do I decide who is a valuable voice and who is not a valuable voice? And I think the first thing that we should ask ourselves would be, who is this person? Right. You know, are they, are they even saved? Right. Are they even saved? Now, okay, let me, let me just pause real quick and say and we're going to get to it but not everyone has to have a voice on every topic in your life right. so not everyone in your life has to be saved in terms of what they're speaking you know right. for you know for advice and things like, I'll like give an I listen example. to a lot Chad, of, yeah. Chad with like real estate mm-hmm. um, Chad's super interested in real estate not every saved person is a right. voice in his life when it comes to real estate there's some unsaved people mm-hmm. who he would never get spiritual advice from, right. but they are absolutely a voice in terms of the market, in terms of what things, how things are happening, mm-hmm. how he should invest, yeah. um, etc. Absolutely, and who is this person has a lot uh, of weight to whether you're going to listen to him or not. Exactly. Right? Why would I go to an unbeliever for uh, relationship advice? And, and I'm saying this not because I've done it, but as a pastor. It happens time and time again that somebody that is saved, having issues in their marriage, goes to somebody that's unsaved or somebody that claims to be a Christian and has no godly fruit and doesn't have a healthy marriage. Why would you want somebody that can't even do it for themselves help give you instruction on how to live your life? Absolutely. It's complete foolishness, but some reason we find that it's like, I don't know, maybe we're just looking for somebody to confide in. So we find the first ear that we, that'll listen. And then obviously when you confide in somebody, they're automatically going to give advice. So maybe you need to consider who you're going to, to confide in because whoever you go to, they're going to have an open door to respond with advice to your life. Exactly. So putting aside the, you know, the exceptions where you're going to ask an unsaved person for advice, for the most part, you got to ask yourself, who is this person? Are they saved? Yeah. And then not just salvation is not enough. Are they actually sanctified? Yeah. Are they actually walking in righteousness? Right. Are they progressing in Jesus? Is who they are today way better and way stronger um, in the things of God than who they were a year ago? Right. Um, I think I think just a, a, a thought around that is, would you take advice from them and want to put yourself in their position from the advice they're giving. Yeah. So like when they're giving you the advice, would you like to be in their life situation? Like have they set themselves up? 
are they happy in them? You know, how are they doing with things? What are their kids like? Exactly. Like, like yeah. That is what I look for. I yep. look for somebody that has done it. And that leads us right into the second point. What has this person done? You don't need wisdom from people who have never done anything. And, and listen, you need to know what they've done in what category. Just because somebody's good with money doesn't mean they're good to give spiritual advice. Just because somebody seems successful in an area doesn't mean they're qualified to give advice in another area. Please, people automatically think, and the perfect example is we've got a bunch of celebrities, right? Mm -hmm. Paid actors Mm -hmm. that many of them were bartenders or people on the streets playing musical instruments and things like that. And now suddenly they're on a pedestal Mm -hmm. and they feel that they should be giving people political advice, spiritual advice, like all of these things. Like I understand you're successful, but just because you're successful in one area doesn't mean you're successful in every area. and doesn't mean that I should listen to you in areas outside of your expertise. Yeah, no, that is, that's so true. And I think it's important for us to talk about what wisdom is. Wisdom Mm -hmm. is not just something that, you know, you get one day, you wake up and all of a sudden you have all this wisdom or, you know, you read a couple articles and all of a sudden you have all this wisdom. Wisdom is applied knowledge. Mm -hmm. So it's taking the things you've learned, it's taking the principles, it's taking what the word of God says and actually applying it. That is the definition of wisdom right and so these people what have they done how have they applied knowledge and gained wisdom to their lives right and i'm trying to remember what setting this is but i i remember hearing a story about somebody that was very popular in, in ministry and there was a younger minister that stood up and tried to correct this man that's been in ministry for uh tens of years, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And done incredible things and raised millions of dollars and led millions of people to Jesus and built amazing things and given away all this stuff. And some young minister punk stands up (laughs) and tries to give him instruction on what he's doing wrong. And so he looked at him and he said, sir, where are you from and what have you built? And the guy told him, basically, I'm from here and I'm, you know, just graduating Bible school. And he just looked at him and he said, sit down and shut up. Yep. Because if you've never built something, then don't even worry yeah. about giving advice. And, and that was kind of something Jade and I have always positioned. Yeah. When we came in out of Bible school, you know, I think it's easy to have an ego. But what's important to recognize is nobody cares what you have to say until you have fruit. Right. Like establish and build fruit in your life. And then you can have a voice. So many people, they want to have a voice to the nations. But what have you actually established? And those are the people that I want to listen to. Those that have actually built something. Those that have actually made something of their lives. That's who I'm mirroring. Not some bum that has some good ideas. I actually have to share a really funny story. And I'm not going to say a name. Because this person has no idea to this day that I was so offended over this statement. But I will never forget. It was like the second year of uproar. It was the first year that we were at the arena. So I think it was my second year here. Um, And... There was, for Uproar, they have like breakout sessions and mm-hmm. they have like a leadership training is one of them. 
and they were having a panel and somebody told this person that Chad and I were on the panel. We weren't. It was a mistake that that person had made. But they told this person that we were on the panel. And this person is one of those people that, you know, it's like open mouth, insert foot type people. Like they say things that maybe they should filter sometimes. But obviously it's it's what they're re- they really mean. But mm-hmm. like they, they just need to learn to filter it. And this person like came to me and they were like, oh, I heard that you and Chad are on the, on the panel. And I was like, you know, I was surprised by it because we weren't. And the person was like, yeah, I was. And then I, and then I had figured out it was a mistake. And I told them, oh no, you know, we're not, you know, that's a mistake. And the person was like, oh yeah, I was wondering why you guys would be on a leadership panel. (laughs) And I will never forget the offense that I felt in my heart that day. Because, but truly they'd hit like a nerve because I had thought Chad and I had built something. Mm -hmm. You know, we were in our second year of young adult ministry. I thought in my eyes we had a successful young adults (laughs) ministry. But but in that season, I thought that we were so successful that we had done so much Mm -hmm. you know now I look back and I appreciate that comment that they made and I know you know they weren't trying to hurt me it wasn't like uh you know I'm sure again like I said it was an open mouth insert foot type comment but I look back and I'm thankful because honestly they were right Mm -hmm. I hadn't built enough to be on a leadership panel to share all this wisdom now don't get me wrong you know we can all share from what the word of God says absolutely Mm -hmm. but building something is important now if i were to sit on a leadership panel i actually have something to share have some I've value actually done something. you'd have actually value to add with your words exactly so here's a scripture before we go to point number three proverbs 19 20 through 21 listen to advice and accept instruction that you may gain wisdom in the future many are the plans in the mind of man but it is the purpose of the lord that will stand and that's the importance of wisdom by somebody having a holy ghost uh tint to it a mm. holy ghost little little sparkle Flare. to it yes because right. anything that any wisdom that's by the holy ghost mm-hmm. is gonna stand amen number three why is their voice valuable to me right yeah why do i even want them to speak into my life right. and, and that ties in with what have they done or who they are and those you know the who and the what kind of answer the why because when they've you know, when this person is somebody that you want to listen to, when they've actually built some fruit, that kind of answer is, well, why would I listen to them? Why would I listen to them? Because they have fruit. Yeah. Why would I listen to them? Because they've built relationship with me and they've proven to be successful. They've proven to be consistent. They've yeah. proven to be love and Jesus to me. So I have value from their life. So I want to listen to them. Exactly. Number four, mm-hmm. where am I going to go if I listen to what they have to say. Where is their advice going to take me? Mm-hmm. Where's their wisdom? Where's their recommendations? Where Where is that going to take me? Right. What is the direction that that's going to go? Is it going to make me more offended at my situation? Is it going to make me more offended at the person that I'm, you know, I'm working on? Is it going to make me resent my kids more? Mm-hmm. Is it going to make me resent my spouse more? Mm-hmm. Is it going to make me, re- you know, uh, want to just quit my job and you know go out and do something else? Where is their advice? gonna take me is it gonna set me up for success um i know you want to comment on this but before you do proverbs 24 6 says this for by wise guidance you can wage your war and in abundance of counselors there is victory yeah and where am i going i think this is so important because 
I think too many times we just take whatever crap advice yeah. is given to us and it leads us down a path of frustration, a path of confusion. And we need to know that the people that we've allowed to speak into our life are vetted, right? And what they say is going to bring me where I want to go. Right. And this is a checklist. Who is this person? What has this person done? Why is their voice valuable to me? And where am I going if I listen to what they say? Is what their instruction carries going to lead me to where I need to be? Or is it going to bring me backwards? Or is it going to bring me to the left or the right? What is it going to accomplish in my life? And I don't think it's very hard to analyze that, right? right? Like we can play out the situation and see what the advice is going to bring. But advice is so important. I was just talking to a, a young guy that I lead and he was frustrated. He's leading a group of about like 20, 25 people and it's a little chaotic and he's frustrated in this you know, this moment. And he's like, man, I just, I, I don't understand what else I can do. And he talked me through it and I said, you know, listen, man, if you just do this, this, and this, yeah. I think this seems like it's your issue. You know, this is an area I have uh, experience in. If you just build this kind of culture and establish this, it's going to give you the longevity that you need. And he immediately, right, responded and is like, dude, I've never thought about that. Yeah. And I'm like, that's why you have wisdom and advisors in your life because they'll help you br- they'll help bring you where you want to be exactly and then just as we end off i just wanted to say again i touched on it a little earlier remember that people can have different places in your life for different reasons or for different areas it is absolutely possible to compartmentalize who has a voice in what area so don't think that just because someone has a voice in one area they have to have a voice in every area you can absolutely compartmentalize it there actually are very few voices Mm-hmm. that can touch on every area you know and, and when you find somebody that can give you wisdom in every single area that you need it and that you want it man glean to those people honor those people do whatever you can to keep that that i was gonna say hallway but keep that channel open right. where they can speak into your life because it is rare that someone can really touch on every single area so just know it's okay to have different people be different voices for different areas right And so, guys, listen, we love you. We hope you're enjoying the podcast. Would you do us a huge favor? Share this with some friends. Tag somebody that needs to get better advice in life. No, I'm kidding. Uh, (laughs) Don't do that. (laughs) And, uh, you know, help us just get the word out. And if you're not following us on Instagram, follow us. Our handle is at truthbetold underscore podcast. Our handle. That sounds sounds weird. That sounds Sounds official. That's what it is. All right, guys. Well, we love you. We'll catch you next month. Have a good week. Have a good week. Thanks so much for joining us on the Truth Be Told podcast. We hope you enjoyed the episode you just listened to. Remember, we have new content coming out every single week. If you know of someone who could benefit from this podcast, we would love for you to share it on your social media as well as going ahead and leaving us a review. But for now, we can't wait to catch you next week.